It's Dr. Robert Strang, uh, Chief Medical Officer of Health. Today we're announcing 12 new cases of COVID-19, bringing the total number of confirmed cases in Nova Scotia to 122. Where the investigations are complete, we can say that those cases still are related to travel or connected to earlier cases. However, there are a small number where case investigation is still ongoing and we're not clear on where the source of uh, infection is. Uh, however, none of the cases show clear evidence of community spread. I do know that uh, we all need to be prepared that we will start to see community spread. Uh, it may already be happening now, just we haven't detected it. So it's vitally important that Nova Scotians continue to do what we're asking them to do, uh, staying home as much as possible, practicing good social distancing. Uh, if you've been told to self-isolate because of travel or, or known contact with a case of COVID-19, you need to maintain that strict self-isolation, good, careful hand washing. All These are all the things that will help us minimize the impact of COVID-19. Of, of our 122 confirmed cases, we're still in the age range of people from uh, under 10 to their mid-70s. The majority of people are in their 20s to 60s, which is good. We, we're not seeing uh, significant numbers uh, to this point in, in the elderly, uh, and that's important because the elderly are, are the most vulnerable to uh, severe disease. Three individuals are currently being treated in hospital, and I'm pleased to be able to say that now seven of our earlier cases are, can be considered uh, recovered. None of our cases uh, are from group events where there's been public announcements in the last couple of weeks. So whether it's the basketball game, the hockey game, uh, St. Patrick's Day event, uh, where we've had to go out to the public to, uh, uh, to tell people they may have been exposed by attending those events. As we follow those up, we haven't had any further positive cases, which is good news. We know that to date, uh, 4,731 Nova Scotians have had negative test results. And in the last 24 hours, we've been able to test uh, roughly 800 people uh, through the QE2 microbiology lab. That's a substantive increase. Uh, about a week ago, we were only be able to test about 200 a day. So that's testament to the hard work uh, and, and all my colleagues in, in, the, in the microbiology lab and the leadership of doctors uh, Hatchett and LeBlanc to uh, really quadruple our testing capacity. And that's important because we, we are, as I've talked about in the last few days, we're continuing to increase testing uh, out in the communities to people w without travel, looking for signs of, asympt of, 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 of people, um, the community spread here within Nova Scotia. Today we have to uh, unfortunately say there's been a third long-term care facility where a staff member has tested positive. Like the two long-term care facilities that were announced yesterday, public health is involved uh, very closely and actively with the facility. Residents who put, could have been exposed are being isolated from the rest of the facility. They're being closely monitored. Um, they're being tested. Uh, any co-workers who may have been uh, exposed are now off work, uh, self-isolating, and they have also been tested. The two long-term care facilities that were announced yesterday, uh, all the tests back are, are, are negative, which is good news, but we need to continue to closely monitor residents and staff who may have been exposed for the next 14 days. The fact that we are so concerned about long-term care facilities just emphasizes uh, the need of what we put in place uh, a couple of weeks ago, stopping visitors into the facilities, stopping day trips of residents out from the facilities, being very careful with staff that anybody who's on self-isolation, anybody who's unwell in any way just cannot come to work. 
And so we need to continue to work to protect the seniors in our community, whether they're in long-term care facilities or living out in the community. As I said, they're most vulnerable to, uh, to severe disease. But we also know there's other people in our communities, uh, people with underlying health conditions, especially of things that affect their immune system. We know that we have health care workers. We need to protect them. They're willing to go to work uh, and are going to work to treat people with COVID-19. Uh, that is very important that we protect them. Uh, and how we protect them is by minimizing the chance uh, of spread of COVID-19 and minimizing the number of people that, that need to be looked after by our health care workers. It, it's up to us. Uh, we're at a point right now is, uh, that we can really make a difference. Uh, we have other provinces and other places in North America that are having substantive impacts. They're implementing the same measures that we are implementing, but they're doing it when there's several weeks uh, uh, further into their epidemic than we are. So we have a real, really important time right now where if we all do what we've been asked to do and told to do about social distancing, staying home, uh, not having mass gatherings, we have the opportunity to do a, have a substantive impact of decreasing the spread of, of COVID-19 in our communities, protecting those most vulnerable, preserving our healthcare system as best we can. But we'll only be successful in that if we all do it together. So it's, it's really important. Mo many Nova Scotians are doing what they need to do, and I thank them for that. But there are some Nova Scotians, uh, a minority, who are not. So it's critically important that they start to take this seriously. This is a serious disease with serious impacts. People can die because of this. It can overwhelm our healthcare system unless we do what we need to do together. Uh, so I'm, I'm asking all Nova Scotians to step up and work together to protect each other.